Hello, and welcome to the Beautiful Business Podcast. Beautiful Business is a community for leaders who believe there's a better way of doing business. We believe beautiful businesses are led with purpose by people who care, guided by a clear strategy, and soulfully grown. Hello, and welcome to this week's edition of the Beautiful Business Podcast. I'm Ewan Sang, part of the Beautiful Business team, and this week I had the pleasure of chatting with Pete Ferguson. Pete is a founder and CEO of Nemorin Film and Video, and the former head of commercial video for The Telegraph. Nemorin Film and Video is a pioneering branded video production agency that creates premium, authentic and impactful original content, driven by best-in-class insight and strategy for organisations across the globe. In 2020, Nemorin joined the Emmy and BAFTA-winning Argonon group of companies, and their extensive global client roster includes NBC Universal, Expedia, Reach PLC, News UK, CNBC and Farfetch. We had a great chat. And Pete shared some really interesting insights into his journey with Nemorin so far. I hope you enjoy the interview. Leading through good times and bad. So it looks like the likelihood is that we've got a recession coming. So everyone is or certainly will be feeling the squeeze. What advice would you offer based on your experience running Nemorin through the pandemic? And also, I think quite importantly, when you were at the Telegraph during the 2008 crash, I think, probably around about that time. Certainly from my experience during the time working in, I think I was working in events, everybody's marketing budgets went through the floor and they were pulling back on projects and pulling back on everything. And it was a really tough time. So yeah, what kind of advice would you offer, I suppose, based on running Nemorin and going through tough times? So I think from our own perspective, we just need to be ready for these random scenarios, really. So I think it is really important to be resilient and just kind of, you know, have a certain outlook on life, which can just get you through these scenarios. Because nothing lasts forever, you know, it's always cyclical. So you do get these big downturns and scary things happening and unexpected things like, you know, pandemics, you know, hopefully less than once in a lifetime on that sort of scale. So you never know completely what's around the corner, but it's just so important to be a little bit blinkered and just feel like there is going to be a way through this and doing what you can to protect the business. So in many ways, assume the worst, assume that something bad is going to happen and you just need to figure out you know how you're going to get through it so when it comes to the pandemic no one wanted video really i mean it's like pretty much the first thing to do it's almost you know funny finding our clients going is this a good time to talk about video content oh no okay because well you can get hold of everyone because everyone's furloughed no one knew what was going on they're trying to keep their own businesses going some people were being made redundant, etc. So, yeah, it was a nightmare. So what can you do? Well, luckily, with the pandemic, there was furlough, etc. So, you know, we, didn't, we weren't as bad maybe as some agencies in terms of making some really tough decisions. Like we did have tough decisions, definitely. But, yeah, because of furlough, we probably wasn't as bad as it could have been. So what can you do? You can make a lot of noise because it's going to end at some point. So, you know, LinkedIn's free. Luckily, just going into the pandemic, LinkedIn started doing live streaming, which is really cool. So that gave us something something to do in terms of filling out the form. In fact, I think we all filled out the form saying we would like to be one of your live streaming companies. And it just allowed us as a business to you know, host loads of events and talk about different projects and what you could do in terms of rules and regulations around creating video content, like particularly filming. You know, kind of lots of advice. What can you do if you can't film? What you can do animation? How does that work? You know, as a concept, etc. 
So just make as much noise as you can. And, you know, at one point we were doing two live streams a day, I think, where we'd get the whole team together and be like, hey, let's talk about this kind of project that we worked on. And we also knew that lots of our clients weren't particularly busy as well, so that kind of gave them something to do. But really the goal was when this thing ends, we want people to remember like, oh, yeah, you were the the guys doing loads of video content on LinkedIn. So it's marketing, really. Mm -hmm. The instinct is don't spend any money on marketing. It's first to go. Well, there's an argument for maybe it should be the other way around, actually. Which is hard when you're trying to, you know, convince someone to part with their money on the video. But yeah, I guess because of LinkedIn, we were quite quite lucky that we were able to do lots of things for free. And I guess you mentioned there about keeping the team busy as well, giving them something to work on. Because I guess, you know, to have to have idle hands, I suppose, in the yeah. studio could almost be more damaging than Yeah, so when it comes to the pandemic, there are certain things that we could and couldn't do because of the rules around furlough, etc. So, yeah, there were certain things that we could do. So make a noise on LinkedIn and how-to videos and case studies and so on. But outside of the pandemic, if it is a little bit quiet, as it can be from time to time, you know, particularly Christmas, all the usual times, really, Christmas and New Year and so on. Although every time we think that, then suddenly it becomes really busy again. Classic. When it isn't so busy, then, you know, we look at things like let's update our case studies, let's create some case study videos, let's update some sizzle reels and, you know, generic mood videos that we uh, that we have created in the past and let's do some competitor analysis and competitor shopping and so on as well. So there's always things to do. But in a way, it kind of feels a little bit weird, like actually not working on a video project and just doing stuff for ourselves. But actually, it's quite a healthy thing to do that from time to time. So, yeah, when you're going into a downturn, just remember that it won't last forever. And just keep your eyes on that kind of the light at the end of the tunnel. What do you need to do to keep walking towards the light? <laughs> towards the light, not in that way. Yeah. And, yeah, just like keep the team entertained. No, these guys are working like super hard, so maybe they can do some shorter days as well, etc. Mm. Because there'll be days when suddenly they've got to, you know, work into the evening or weekend, etc. So what can we do to pay back a little bit? I really like that. I really like the idea that there can be things that we can be doing to use up the redundant capacity that we've got within the company, which are actually really constructive, which are really useful, which during times when you're swamped with client projects, you think, oh, we really ought to update our client testimonials or case studies or you know do that you know that web page revamp that we've been planning forever so there are things that you can do that will actually pay dividends later on down the line passion projects you know so something that we've always wanted to do you know do we want to experiment with some kits can we hire some kits and just you know do like a personal project can we go and volunteer somewhere during the pandemic we created at least one free video for a charity we did pretty much like a competition where just on linkedin we said okay everyone's screwed if you need a free video and that's going to help your organization let us know and choose one company to work with and that was really rewarding it was a charity in just outside of edinburgh that was really nice because Mm. they really needed to communicate to their community we had the capacity to do it there was no filming involved it was just editing and so on so there's numerous things you can do to keep yourself entertained Mm. Which is also beneficial to the team, potentially some clients like charity or whoever it happens to be. Yeah. Also, it's just a way of kind of still kind of making some noise as well. Yeah, indeed. I just want to take a quick minute to say thanks to our trusted partners, Crystal Hosting. 
Crystal is a B Corp powered by 100% renewable energy and has a goal of planting 1 billion trees by 2030. Crystal Service is super fast and super reliable, and they're genuinely really nice people. We're super picky over who we work with as partners at Beautiful Business, and we're delighted to count Crystal as one of them. Back to the podcast. Indeed. Last question I've got for this bit is really just in terms of those kind of tough times and being able to get Nimran going again, certainly to the point where you were able to hit those hygiene points that we mentioned before about you know external investment coming in. So it's certainly not a dud, it's doing well enough to be really interesting. What did you do in terms of your kind of mindset, in terms of your approach, in terms of your mentality? Because you mentioned before that you're a sole director, so there are certain burdens that are on your shoulders to bear and yours alone. So was there anything that you did in terms of looking after yourself, in terms of your mentality, in terms of your mindset that you felt really helped get through the tougher times? I didn't really look after myself, I don't think. If we're talking about the pandemic particularly, no, I don't think I did actually. I was just and also it's very it was quite <laughs> it was quite unfair that the government didn't really support directors during the pandemic in the same way as they did employees, but I'm sure they had their rationale for that. <laughs> but it was really tough and I didn't look after myself to be honest. But lots of businesses didn't and lots of businesses definitely had it far worse than I did I don't know you just need people to talk to really that's why I think having a really good non-exec or someone in your life which could just be a mate or a peer who runs a similar businessy or join you know a network of other agencies where you can let off some steam that is definitely really important Mm. because it's I don't know would I say it's stressful running a business I don't think stress is the right word but it's not easy It's not, it's really enjoyable. I wouldn't have it any other way, but it's definitely not easy. And yeah, it's easy to say there is a lot of pressure. Again, I don't know if pressure is the right word. There's a lot of responsibility. I agree with you. I think that's it. I think when it's just you and from a freelancer or solo person, it's kind of, you know, if things don't work out, it just falls on you. You're the one that needs to, you know, tighten the belt for a few months or whatever, or go find a bit of work that just tied you over to get the bills paid or whatever it might be. But it's as it starts to grow and as you start people kind of relying on you, depending on you, you know. Depends how you look at it. That can be quite motivating. Yes. Yeah, definitely. I think it's, yeah, indeed. Yeah, it's best not to think about it too much. <laughs> I mean, the thought of having 200 staff or something. I know. It's weird, isn't it? I think there probably isn't a kind of optimum number, I think, before you get to the point where you have to have some sort of detachment, you know, from... Yeah, you know, you're just basically... It's the old adage of steering the ship rather than being in the engine room. Mm-hmm. You know, once you get past like 10 to 15 people, that has to be the case. The directors have just got to be working on strategy and probably a little bit of kind of QCing, making sure that, you know, the team's in good spirits and, you know, lead hunting, etc. But, yeah, you just need really good people who are just responsible for my job is to get in sales mm-hmm. or, you know, my job is to make sure that we've got the cash flow to hit payroll this month and so on because it's just too much for one person yeah, probably you can get away with it. Yeah, below ten, would have thought. But once you get beyond that number, as you say, you're kind of like, yeah, you. And also, you just won't grow. I mean, that's again, that's why we did the deal with another company is that we need to grow and to do that. We need other loads of really cool, amazing people, very talented who know more about stuff than I do around me. It's the only way you're going to going to grow, really. Thanks, Pete, for sharing your experiences and insights running Nemerin Film and Video, and for telling us about the lessons you've learned along the way. Thank you for joining us for this week's Beautiful Business Podcast. Beautiful Business is a community for leaders who believe there's a better way to do business. 
Join us next time for more interesting discussions on how businesses can bring about change, helping communities, building a fairer society and safeguarding the planet. You can also join in the discussion at www.beautifulbusiness.uk.